Welcome to the Dynasty Freaks podcast with your host, Justin Christopher. For free rankings, player values, waiver wire tips, and trade advice, follow him online at dynastyfreaks.com or email dynastyfreaks at gmail.com. Well, hello and greetings from Austin, Texas. Welcome all of you Dynasty Freaks. Admit it, it's okay. You're addicted to Dynasty and I am too. My name is Justin Christopher and I'm a Dynasty Freak. I love the NFL. I watch every game every week. I love drafting, trading, scouting, managing all of my teams 365 days a year and so do you. So let's talk some Dynasty. So we are about to hit our waiver wire podcast that we have for you each week. Just giving a couple recommendations of some people you could pick up, uh, both for those of you who have fortunately made the playoffs and for those of you who are already starting to think toward next year. Not that you really care about my teams. I actually don't talk about them too much here unless I'm uh, talking about particular moves that I've made. Um, but I will tell you that in my eight leagues, I was 73 and 31 in the regular season. So basically, I won 70% of my games, basically an average of uh, nine and four record in all of my leagues. I'm in first place in three of them, second place in two of them, fourth place in sixth place, so made the playoffs in all, all seven of those leagues. And in one league, I finished in seventh place and did not make the playoffs. So just a little bit about how my teams are doing. I hope that you're doing well in yours and make it a great run here now that we start the playoff season. Um, we don't have many players, really just one at each position that I would suggest picking up this week. So like I did last week, I think I'll give some general waiver wire advice. Uh, before I do, though, I do want to remind you that I play in 10 and 12 team leagues that roster 27 to 300 players. So that means that 300 to 324 players are already on rosters in my leagues. So if you're not in a dynasty league like that, these players aren't the ones that would interest you. But hopefully you're in a real dynasty league, which rosters up to 300 players. In which case, uh, this is a great podcast for you to consider these guys to pick up on the waivers. Uh, let me just give some general waiver wire advice, though, some things that you can do right now, just generally speaking, uh, before I get into a few players. First thing I would say is to check the IR. Um, be sure, especially this time of year, to look over guys that are on the IR because there's many players that uh, owners either gave up on or maybe they had to make a tough roster decision because of other injuries and they had to let someone go that was on, on IR. Uh, this is a great way to find guys that you you are high on, maybe at different parts of the season, um, but uh, they've since been forgotten, right? And you're not going to find them if you go to the players tab on your page on the website because they don't haven't been to score any points, and so they're going to be buried uh, down the list of the guys that are that you look at in those first couple pages. And so do just do a little Google search, find a website where you can see, see all the guys that teams have put on IR, circle the ones that you're interested in. And then just go back and use a search feature on your website to look for those players and see if there's any IR guys that, that you would prefer uh, better than the guys on your roster. Second uh, tip that I would say is go back to your draft board. This is, this is a really fun thing to do uh, once a year, at least once a year. You should probably do it several times a year. But go back to your rookie draft board that you made, so before your rookie draft last year, and look at all the guys and notice which ones are on teams and which ones aren't. And what you're going to find is there's several guys that you really liked during the rookie draft and so you might need to reconsider liking them again if they're still available. Um, these are the exact type of players that you should pick up this time of year, particularly when you're out of the playoffs when you, you know, drop your kickers, which brings me to my last point. My last tip is that, that you're not, um, if you're out, if you've already been out of the playoffs, I would recommend that you drop your kickers and really even maybe some defenses if you have uh, several defenses. Maybe just leave yourself one or no more than two. 
because uh, once you're out of the playoffs, it's a good idea because kickers are the least predict- predictable fantasy players. So during the offseason, there's, there's really no need to roster a kicker. It's better to fill your team with like a running back or, or a wide receiver. One of the guys maybe on your rookie draft board that you realize is still available or maybe one of these guys that you find that's on IR. So there's a couple tips for things you can do this year, uh, this time of year. It's important to stay active. Even if you're already out of the playoffs as a dynasty owner, you've got to keep working the waiver wire and looking at your team. So in the coming weeks, we'll start to talk a lot to those of you who are already out of the playoffs and give you some advice as well. But as dynasty players, uh, it's still important to keep working the waiver wire because these guys are going to be on your team, not just in your uh, consolation round, but they're going to be on your team for the rest of your days, right? So let's talk about some quarterbacks, running backs, receivers, and tight ends that I think you could pick up this week. Uh, we'll start with quarterback. Last week, I listed Teddy Bridgewater. I still think it's wise to hold him because I predict that he'll be starting for another team next year. Just like I said, last week's podcast and article, um, I predict him to be starting. I would much prefer him to the, the quarterback that I'll list this week, but this week I'll list Kyle Laletta uh, for the Giants. The Giants said this week that they do plan to play Laletta this year. And once the Giants are officially out of the playoff race, which maybe is just one or two more losses, I think that they have to see what they have in the letter in order to plan for the draft. Like they have to know, am I going to draft? Are we going to draft a quarterback in the draft? And if so, how high? Or do we really believe that Laletta is the guy? Um, I wouldn't drop too many players to pick him up, um, but if you want to take a chance, or maybe if you have Manning, uh, now's the time to get him before he gets his first start. Because if he has a decent start, other people will be adding him to the back of their rosters as well. Running backs. Uh, Last week, I listed Justin Jackson, of course, and man, Eckler looked really bad in the first half Sunday night, and then Jackson came in and showed what he's got. Like, he's just a way better first and second down back than Eckler. Eckler really needs to stay in his role, which he's fantastic at. I'd love to have him on a dynasty team, but the fact is I don't think he can handle the first and down role, and I think we saw that Sunday night. So if you picked up Jackson, good for you last week. I don't believe he's, he's not available in any of my leagues. He's likely not in any of yours as well. Only one that I'd list this week would be Jeff Wilson from San Francisco. There's an old term that that used to be known in fantasy circles called Shanahanigans. Y'all remember Shanahanigans? So Mike Shanahan uh, used to toy with fantasy owners like crazy by mixing in different running backs. And what stunk is each time, no matter who he put into his offense, they always blew up and did great. But you never knew which one to start. Well, it looks like the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree because Kyle uh, Shanahan's been doing the same thing in San Francisco this year. Uh, This week it was Jeff Wilson's turn. And he did look awesome. I seriously doubt that he's a long-term hold for Dynasty teams. I mean, he's going to have to beat out Breida. He's only playing because he's injured. And then, of course, McKinnon is the guy that they signed last year in free agency. So I don't think he's a long-term play. But kind of like Gus Edwards was a couple weeks ago, I think this could be a really important value down the stretch. They've already ruled out Breida for next week. And I think what Shanahan's slowly doing right here is see the writing's on the wall for this season. And so he's going to start to play lots and lots of younger guys just to evaluate his talent. And so Jeff Wilson's going get, to get a crack at it. Um, not a great dynasty long-term play, but if you're in the playoffs, this is someone you definitely need to grab because he could be starting for you um, in the playoffs. Wide receivers. Uh, last week, I just listed Jake Kumaro. Um, for Green Bay. He only caught one ball last week, but I do think that he'll get uh, more play time now that Green Bay is out of the playoff race. Um, they're going to give all their uh, wide receivers, rookie wide receivers, some some game time. Um, he'd be the last guy on my roster if I had him. Um, so it's not that important to grab, but I'd be willing to drop I'd even be willing to drop him for the guys that I list this week, maybe except for Loletta. I probably wouldn't drop him for Loletta. This week, um, I was really surprised as I kind of combed my waiver wires to see Dion Kane from Indianapolis. Um, remember my tip that I said at the start of the podcast, check the IR. Um, I was really su- surprised to find him available on the IR. The fact is that in, in um, Indianapolis, the wide receivers 
have not run away. There's not one of them that's run away with the number two job. So we know it's it's um, T.Y. Hilton, and then whichever tight end that Andrew Luck loves the most every particular week, Ebron for certain, the, the rest of this season. So those are always going to be one and two targets of Lux, but someone's got to come in and there be the third target and be the number two wide receiver. And the reports were during the offseason that Kane was having a great camp. Uh, all the reporters are saying that he was doing really well and that we're really hopeful that he was going to win that uh, wide receiver two job in Indy. Um, but then, of course, he gets injured and is on our IR, and, and lots of our owners in our dynasty leagues have dropped him. But if they haven't, um, I mean, if they have, make sure you grab him. He's he's my number one uh, guy that I'm targeting in several of my leagues this week, as I saw him on the IR. Finally, we'll end with just one tight end. Last week, I didn't list any tight ends. Um, this week, I will list Ian Thomas from Carolina. This would probably be my number one waiver wire move of the week. Uh, it seems like uh, Olsen is finally out for what looks like the remainder of the season and likely for him the rest of his career. I don't think he's going to come back for that final year of his contract there in Carolina. I went back to look at my rankings, and Thomas was my number six ranked tight end last year in the rookie draft and my number 38 player overall. Um, he didn't do much in the early season when Olsen was out. If you remember, Olsen was out weeks one through five, and he didn't do very well during weeks one through five, and so I think a lot of owners picked him up and then have since dropped him. Um, but now I feel like he's been on the team uh, for, for, for 10 more weeks now since that time, and in his first action that he got after Olsen went out, he's a big part of the offense yesterday or Sunday, and I'm sure that this is going to continue. And we know that Cam Newton loves to throw to his tight end, so... This is a great long-term dynasty addition, so try to get him on your on your team this week. In fact, I'd be willing to drop him for almost other all the other tight ends that we've picked up on the waiver wire this year. I don't have a list of all of them that I've suggested, but guys like Dan Arnold and Nick Vanette and Uzoma and Hayden Hurst, I would drop him uh, all of those tight ends to pick up Ian Thomas for sure. I think the only exception would be uh, who we picked up this this uh, year on the on the waiver wire would would be Chris Herndon from the Jets. He's the one tight end that I don't think I'd be willing to drop for Ian Thomas just yet. So those are some guys to pick up and hopefully some general tips that helped you. Good luck uh, in your fantasy playoffs. It's fun time. Remember not to give up, though. Even if you've lost, uh, keep building your dynasty team up. That's a wrap for this week. Feel free to make it a two-way conversation anytime by contacting me at DynastyFreaks.com. Until next time. Let's go out there and get freaky. Thanks for listening to the Dynasty Freaks podcast with your host, Justin Christopher. We welcome your thoughts and advice. Let us know what you'd like to hear on the podcast or see on the website to help you dominate your league. Justin prides himself in responding to every email, so hit him up anytime at dynastyfreaks at gmail.com and follow him on Twitter at LonghornJustin. Justin.